You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, 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 good. Let's talk football. Let's do talk football, Jimmy. And before we get into football, I do want to say for the gazillionth time, because uh, we do mean this, we appreciate our listeners so terribly much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, The numbers keep growing. We genuinely appreciate it. And um, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, we hope to keep doing this podcast for eons, literally eons. So y'all stick with us. Um, Jimmy, do want to talk now about the Southern Miss Golden Eagles versus our Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama wins 63 to 14. Um, certainly a lot to dissect here, a lot to be happy about, maybe one or two things to be concerned about. I would say the lead story here is Bryce Young uh, again. It, it could be Jamison Williams because of the things he did, but I, I'll talk about him probably in the next segment. But Bryce's ability to put the ball just out of reach of the defender in the only place it can be for the receiver. That's something that stood out to me in this game. Well, he's what, 21 of 23, which is, uh, it's an all-time record at Alabama for percent completion in a game with five touchdowns. I mean, that's never been done in the history of Alabama football and we've been doing this a long time. So whenever one of our guys does something positive that's never been done in the history of the program, that's pretty good. I don't care who you're playing because we've played a lot of bad teams. I mean, Southern Miss is bad. Uh, I don't mean to be rude, but they're bad. They know they're bad. They're aware of this. They're, they scored one touchdown against South Alabama and Troy combined. So I guess now they've scored four touchdowns in three games against FBS competition. They're bad. Uh, They're just rebuilding under a new first-year coach. But we've played a lot of bad teams, and yet we've never, ever had a quarterback complete 90% of his passes and throw for five touchdowns in the same game. So, Bryce, uh, I would say it was another Heisman performance. You're never going to win the Heisman Trophy against Southern Miss. You can't win it, but you know what, Luke? You can lose it. You can damn sure lose it. You know, you you go seven for 19 for, for 81 yards, against Southern Miss, and you will lose the Heisman Trophy. So you can lose it, but you can't win it. But what Bryce did, Luke, was he stayed in it. He put up another Heisman performance. His numbers are spectacular. Then the real Heisman platform awaits him, and that's this Saturday, because not only is it a nationally televised game by CBS that's going to have 7 to 9 million people around the country watching the game, he's going up against the perceived – co-favorite to win the Heisman based on early performances, Matt Corral. So this is a Heisman stage that is being handed to Bryce uh, next week. And based on the way he's playing, Luke, you got to think he's going to take advantage of it again. Yeah, the problem is Matt Corral may take advantage of it too. I mean, that certainly could happen um, the the way he's playing. And if you listen to Chris Doring of SEC Network, uh, Ole Miss may come into Tuscaloosa and beat the ever-living fire out of us. But uh, like that's something Alabama we can beat, It's like Alabama beat Doring's favorite team, and now he just can't handle it. 
I was going to say Doring's favorite pet. He's always been fair to Alabama. He always has been. But boy, in the past, I think when we beat Florida, he's just he's had enough of Alabama. I think I think you're right about that. Um, but you know, here's the thing about Bryce too. I, I think he was actually 20 of 22. I'll look it up. I thought it was 20 of 22, not 21 of 23. Right. But regardless, he had 313 yards, um, an 81 yard touchdown, five touchdowns total. Um, one of them. I, baffled me in terms of Mechie reaching out for the goal line and then Latu just getting, you know, picking up the ball and crossing the goal line. I had no idea how they scored that. I found it quite interesting that the way they score that is still a reception for Mechie. The yards all go to uh, Bryce. The completion goes to Bryce. Latu does not get um, a reception, but he does get the receiving yards and the touchdown. That is bizarre, but you know, you, you got to make all this stuff work out somehow. Um, but the other thing that uh, is incredible about Bryce, and we can talk about this when we talk about Jameson too, one of his incompletions was a beautifully thrown ball right into the chest of Jameson Williams, and Williams drops it, and it just bounces off his chest plate into the hands of a Southern Miss defender for his first interception, meaning Bryce Young's. And they show Bryce Young's reaction afterwards, and he's like, are, are you freaking kidding me? And then it's like he, he looked away and he was like, I guess I got to go tackle this guy too before he scores a touchdown. But uh, it was just an incredible, incredible performance. He is quietly going to break several Alabama records. And I say it quietly because the buzz around uh, Tua was was palpable. I mean, it was it was bananas. That The buzz around Jalen Hurts was odd because he sort of came out of nowhere and we were like, oh my God, this guy's got wheels and he's just a winner. And then, you know, Tua's putting the ball wherever he wants to. And then Matt Jones, the buzz was, well, he's going to be overtaken. Oh my God, he's actually really, really good. And I think the Bryce Young thing, maybe we, we've got a little bit of quarterback fatigue because even though he's leading in the Heisman voting, I would say, or at least he's right there with Matt Corral, I would say he's not getting enough publicity for what he's doing. I think, yeah, I think fatigue's probably the right word. I think the country as a whole, they're not bored. They're just ho-hum, Alabama's got another transcendent quarterback. It's another one. You know, we're getting the another one. What's the uh, the, 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 uh, the commercial, the meme with uh, DJ, DJ, DJ Khaled? Khaled. Another, another one. one. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what, what the country's like. In Alabama, we're excited because – it's Bryce. He's new. He's so easy to like. He's so easy to cheer for. But around the country, they're just rolling their eyes. They're like, oh, Alabama's got another one, you know. So I, I think fatigue is probably the right word as to why there's not a Bryce of Palooza out there. But uh, you can't be more impressive. How about this? I have not seen the quote, Luke. I haven't seen the exact quote. But on that play you're talking about where Bryce was saddled with an interception, even though what happened was 100% Jamison Williams' fault. In the post game, Bryce was asked about it. Bryce told the media it was his fault. He said he threw it late or threw it at the wrong time. Bryce took the blame for it, which is that's that's how you lead a football team, and that's how everybody on the football team will like you and let you lead the team when the quarterback takes responsibility for all the bad stuff that not even the quarterback did. I that's mean, right. that was on Jameson. But Bryce says, yeah, yeah, my fault, my fault. Shouldn't have thrown that ball. Uh, should have put it in a better place. I mean, I, I don't know what the quote was, but I do know Bryce 
took the blame for the interception, and that's like, wow. That's like NFL veteran stuff there. All right, Jimmy, when we come back, I want to talk about Jamison Williams and his unbelievably unbelievable day. But right now, I want to talk about prize picks. Look, you could have gone to prize picks, and you could have said, all right, what's the over-under on Jamison Williams' TD return? No, not TD return. Uh, kickoff return yards. And, you know, say, okay, it's, and, uh, it's 179, and I'll take the over. Uh-oh, you made a bunch of money using prize picks, y'all. Go to prizepicks.com. It's daily fantasy made easy. It's the leader in college sports fantasy. Go use promo code Locked On. You receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars. So you put in a hundred dollars, you get two hundred to to play with. That's a lot of fun. You pick two to five players and an over under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. Just you, the projected numbers. Easy peasy. Go check them out. Prize picks. Use promo code Locked On. They have a award winning app. They also have the website. Either way you want to go, you can't lose with prize picks. Unbelievable stuff. Go check them out. Tons of fun. And you will absolutely love this website. Also, once you go check out Sweatblock. I'm looking at some Sweatblock samples they sent me. The deodorant they sent. They sent uh, they sent the other the lotions that you can put anywhere that you have a sweat issue. Um, and I just appreciate them doing that because there are some people out there, and, and you may be one of them, you might have a sweat issue. This is currently the number one sweat protection. Sweat You're making me blocking. sweat talking about this. <laughs> Jimmy sweats all the time, regardless. This is currently number one on Amazon in the antiperspirant category. They have over 13,000 reviews, and I'd be willing to bet all of them are positive. So Manufacturing USA, sweatblock.com. You can go check out Sweatblock Wipes, or you can get the deodorant or the, or the various lotions that they have. They got anything you want. You will love this. Sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com. If you want to go there, you can use promo code locked on. You'll get 20% off. You can also go to Amazon. Maybe you got Amazon points or credits or whatever, and you just want to use those instead. Okay, that's fine. You don't get the 20% off, but you can go get them there at Amazon or even CVS. You can get Sweatblock. This is a real deal product, y'all. You will love it. Go check it out. If you've got any kind of sweat issue or know somebody with a sweat issue, and you just a perfect Christmas gift, I'll tell you that. You don't want them showing up at Christmas all sweaty. Give them some, give them some sweat block. Sweatblock.com, promo code locked on. Uh, Jimmy, Jameson Williams, um, one of the more bizarre uh, performances. Now, look, overall, inc- he's probably going to win SEC Special Teams Player of the Week. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, he's. I would hope so. He's the. He's the. Uh, what is he? The, he's the first player in SEC history to have two kickoff return for touchdowns and a receiving touchdown in the same game. There are very few who have had two kickoff return for touchdowns in the same game. Um, frankly, I don't remember anybody doing it except Rocket Ishmael against Michigan in like 1990 or 1991 or something like that. Um, because that was, you know, that kind of won him the Heisman. I don't remember exactly what year it was, but it was in that neighborhood. Um, apparently Jameson Williams clocked out at 30 miles an hour on one of the kickoffs. How, how do you do that? How do you do that? Are you making that up? Is that some fan that said that? No, this is, they said that on the broadcast. And I was like, did I mishear that? And then I rewound it and they did say it. Now, was it a hundred percent correct? I hell if I know. Now, maybe I they didn't say that, it I didn't know humans could run that fast for real. I mean, like I didn't know it was the same bolt was that fast. Is the same bolt run 30 miles an hour? I don't know. I mean, that's I, maybe they were being facetious. 
<laughs> because didn't uh didn't he run 23 miles an hour? And I, I remember that because I came from Dr. Ray that he ran 23 miles an hour and was only the second Alabama player to reach that fast. The other one was Ruggs uh, on the uh, the big play against Miami. So I'd be surprised that he has somehow picked up seven miles an hour. But you know, steroids or steroids are a funny thing. That deer antler spray works wonders, Jimmy. Hey, that's, that's deer antler spray. That's exactly. No, I'm just saying. I don't think you can all of a sudden run seven miles an hour faster. No. Okay. Before. So they were probably being facetious about that. But if you're going to be facetious, here's my thing. If you're going to go over the top, don't just go yeah, barely over. The, don't go thirty. Say he was running eighty miles an hour. Okay, then I'd know you're lying. When when he said thirty, I was like. Oh my God! Can somebody run thirty miles an hour? That scares me. Run thirty miles an hour. I don't think a human can do that. I don't. Now, I hope people tweet at us and tell us different. But to my knowledge, <laughs> I thought about I thought about twenty six or twenty seven is about as fast as a human being has ever run ever. To my knowledge, now and, and that person wasn't wearing pads and a helmet and carrying a football. They were but, probably running from Jason Voorhees. With the, okay, see that the sissy in me, when somebody said he clocked at thirty miles an hour, and maybe I saw it on the SEC final. I don't remember where I saw it, but I heard it somewhere. Excuse me, heard it. But um, when the the sissy in me, the scaredy cat in me, when somebody said he was running thirty miles an hour, my first thought was, so you're telling me if somebody that I'm scared to death of is chasing me and I'm in a I'm on a, my old moped that I had as a kid. I can't get past them <laughs> because my old moped only went 29. They might be able to catch me. <laughs> In an hour, they'll catch me. <laughs> Jameson Williams apparently can. <laughs> but anyway, so Jameson Williams, Jameson Williams has the, you know, he opens the game with a kickoff return that was phenomenal. And he spins out of attack. That's, that's, that's pretty incredible to reach that top speed again after he spun out of a tackle because I was disappointed in real time that he didn't elude that player who may have been the kicker, but I don't remember. Um, and I thought, oh, if he just cuts to the left, he scores a touchdown. And when the guy caught him and spun him around, I was thinking, dang it, he's not going to make it. And then he spins out of that and he reaches top speed almost immediately again, and he's gone. The next time he returns a kick, he bungles it so badly he had a 100-yard average that he took down to 50-yard average. Uh, that's right. It's tough to do. And well, he made a couple of bad plays or always kind of mixed in with his good plays, you know? It's he makes, amazing. He makes good plays, and, and, and there are, you know, three good plays, and then two bad ones are thrown in. I mean – seems to be a pattern. I, I do too. And then the next one is even better than the first one because he has to get through a wave of people. And then he just blows by all the defenders. You're think I remember very distinctly being in Starkville in 2015 when Derrick Henry, uh, he, he scored two touchdowns that day and both of them were really long. Probably one in the Heisman that day for real. But uh, the second one, he caught the corner and a Mississippi State guy had the angle. And I was talking with a good friend of mine, and I was like, dang it, he's not going to make it. That guy's got the angle. And I said, oh, my oh my God, he, he just outrun that guy with the angle. And, I mean, it was just an incredible moment. And Gary Danielson, uh, if you go back and watch that 2015 game, is like, oh, my goodness, how did that happen? That that shouldn't happen. 
And um, it, that was the same way with me watching Jameson Williams on that second touchdown. It was like, okay, this guy's got the angles. Oh, my God, he just blew by. The, the angles don't matter with him. It's not an issue. He's too fast. And here's the other thing, Jimmy, that um, stood out to me about Jameson Williams. Okay, he's a junior, right? So he, he could leave this year. I, I don't think that's crazy to think he may go pro. Um, well, it's, but, hard to imagine, it's hard to imagine the NFL turning down uh, a candidate who runs 30 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, That'll put you at the top of the draft boards. It, it, it definitely will. Um, so we may only get uh, – I'm sorry, I'm getting um, – is it, is it the sweat block sponsor? Is this, people are calling me ordering sweat block. Um, but, so you know, this is – I have tied my phone into my computer somehow. And so every time somebody calls me from my um, from my phone and it rings on my computer when I'm doing this, it irritates the hell out of me. But regardless, my point was, who would have thought at the beginning of the year that we have two transfers, Jameson Williams, Henry Toa Toa, and Henry Toa Toa may have to come back next year to improve his draft stock, and Jameson Williams may go pro. Yeah, people would have thought People would have thought that the other way around. Hey, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, we'll call this a hot take. I guess I don't do enough hot takes, uh, positive or negative, and I don't know how I want to view this as a positive or negative, but how about this hot take for real? I, I, I don't – I'm not sure Henry is a great NFL prospect at all. I mean, and I'm, I'm not – he's a good, a really good college player. Uh, He's just not very big to me. I, 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 I'm, you know, usually pretty good about the sizes and weights, and Alabama doesn't normally fudge much at all on their roster. If you, if you look at the Alabama roster and the sizes and weights and then see how they, you know, do with the Senior Bowl or the Combine where they really measure these guys, uh, Alabama doesn't really fudge much. But I look at Henry on the field and I'm like, uh, 5'11", 185. Yeah. I mean, he just doesn't look very big. Uh, he's, he's, he's a hard hitter, but I don't see his game translating to the NFL. And I hope I'm wrong because I really like Henry, and I'm glad he's around. So who would have thought, Luke, just as you were saying, when those two transfers came in, I'm like, well, cool. We'll have Jameson for two years. I'm sure Henry will be a one and done. But it looks like it may be the other way around. Maybe Jameson's a one-and-done, and Henry comes back. All right, Jimmy, when we come back, I want to talk about the uh, running back rotation for a moment. But for now, I want to talk about Built Bar. Built.com. Go to Built.com. Check out Built Bar. These things are delicious. They're nutritious. They just sent us some more samples. I can't wait to dig into them. I've got like a stash of Built Bars now. They're awesome. You will love them. Go use promo code Locked On. Get that discount. Built.com, B-U-I-L-T dot C-O-M. These things are covered in chocolate. They're good for a keto or keto diet, as Jimmy has told you several times. They are good to maintain or to lose weight. They're like, you can use them to replace a meal. Or you know what? I've had a meal and then had them as dessert. And it's like, you know, it's a guilt-free dessert. They're fantastic. It's very low in sugar, low in carbs. Absolutely awesome. You cannot beat them. It's like having, you know, an impulse aisle candy bar that you don't have to feel guilty about. That's what it's like. Built Bar. Built.com is where you want to go. Use promo code Locked On. You will absolutely love it. All right, Jimmy, running back rotation. 
Um, Brian Robinson sat this one out, which I'm, I'm happy about. I'm fine with. Because, frankly, I think we know what Brian Robinson is now. Brian Robinson is going to be the guy that if we need to get if, – if it's third and three and we got to have a first down, we're going to probably put Brian Robinson back there because we can hand it to him, and I think you'll get him. I feel I trust him the most, but we don't have to hand it to him. And I think that, that uh, that's a positive. Whereas – I wouldn't feel super confident about any of the other running backs right now getting three yards if they had to get them. Um, McClellan, I thought, played pretty well. McClellan's got a hell of a move um, when he first catches the ball in the red zone. He's got that first little juke move that has allowed him to score in a few games now. Were you surprised at all that Roydale Williams was the second running back in? Uh, taking B-Rob out of the equation, I guess you'd say I was 50% surprised. Now, one thing that, that makes me not surprised, I've always been really high on Roy Dell. I, I liked him a lot as a high school prospect. I've liked him a lot in the limited time we've seen him. When I've also seen him in a practice situation, I think Roy Dell, he has just always impressed me. Uh, so I was not even surprised when he had such a nice game last night. I guess what you're getting at and what most Todd fans would be getting at today is, they really thought Trey Sanders at this point would figure in more prominently and why isn't Trey out there? And maybe, now this is me theorizing. I do not know this, so I'm not saying, hey, uh, according to guys you know, close to the staff, this. I, so this is more of a theory. But we did see Trey very early in my, the Miami game, and we're all like, wow, I didn't know he'd be this healthy this soon. That's great that Trey can play. We weren't really expecting that. Maybe it was too much too soon and he's experiencing some soreness or maybe he's not recovering from the heavy activity as well. I'm just saying it just feels like Trey is a little less healthy today than he was to start the Miami game. So let's kind of, I think with Trey, we should sort of peel back to late summer expectations, which is, hey, y'all, looks like Trey's going to play some. Who would have thought he'd be this healthy instead of the new expectations we gave ourselves in fall camp that, holy crap, Trey might be the best running back on the team this fall. He's totally back. So I'm just – I think we should just sort of peel back expectations a little bit, attribute it to the car accident, but at the same time be excited that if it's a three-man committee of B-Rob, Jace, and Roy Dell – it's a great situation because all three are really good players and they all bring something a little different to the table. And that's the ideal part of the committee that you got the short yardage guy like Brian, who's also really good at picking up blitzes. You've got the weapon out of the backfield that Jace is in the pass game. And then you got Roy Dell who might be all around the best back on the team, but maybe not someone we really are ready to trust yet on the third down protection stuff. But in terms of running the football, uh, Roy Dell might be better than, than, than all of them. And I agree with you, but I, here's the problem. Because of the lack of, an, in it, lack of experience, um, I thought he showed some poor vision on his long run where he should have scored. All he had to do was cut back to the inside. Instead, he kind of he checked up and wanted to stiff arm the defender who had a, a bead on him. And it was going to be really – only Derrick Henry would have been able to stiff arm that guy. Um I think he, if he cuts back to the inside, he scores, you know, a long touchdown run, the longest touchdown run we've had all year. Um, I also thought his lack of balance uh, showed itself one time when he uh, had a – he ended up scoring, I think, on this particular drive, but he, he broke open and, like, he just sort of tripped up on grass. Like, he couldn't believe he got so open 
uh, and and he tripped up about the five yard line. I haven't rewatched the whole game yet. So um, there were some things about Roy Dell that made me go, okay, I, I can sort of see the issue here. I thought it was interesting. Who would have had Roy Dell Williams being our first hundred yard rusher for the year? And, and in game four, that it took to game four for it to happen. Yeah. Again, I'm saying every week, and it's sort of, I don't mean it as negative as it sounds, but we continue to get odd production from Jace where every game or two, he, there's a highlight, a literal highlight. Like he's, he, he makes wow plays, which is fantastic at this level that Jace can do something and you go, wow. But then when he plays the running back position and we call a running play and we hand him the ball or we pitch him the ball, not a whole lot happens. Now, last night, he, he was better at that than in previous games. Some of that might have been the competition he was facing, but he still wasn't quite as good as Roy Dell was, I thought, you know, in, in, in just the straight-up running play. So just kind of an odd thing that we've been getting from Jace, which is wow plays, touchdowns, uh, a weapon in the, in the throw game, but uh, hasn't proven to be, in my opinion, our best back i i'm more likely to like brian or roy dell back there in the in the straight up run plays all right buddy that'll do it for this episode we will be back tomorrow with a little bit more on this game and then start looking forward to Ole miss because that's going to be the game uh it hasn't been announced as of this recording but i'm assuming game day will be there so we'll be talking about it very very soon meanwhile you guys go visit locked on bets Um, That is a great site if you're into gambling and making a little bit of money. Locked on Bets is the site for you. So when you're done listening to our podcast, go check them out. Locked on Bets, they're really, really good. And uh, Jimmy, so we will talk tomorrow. Until then, roll tide, buddy. Roll tide. Hang on.